Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Gene Ginsburg here, and welcome to another episode of Listen by Gene Ginsburg. And very excited today because I have a special guest, Tony Martinetti. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. <laughs> um, I am very happy that you're here, and I just wanted to uh, first off, start off, always usually ask the question of, um, to kind of get our con, uh, get the context for our audiences is tell us about your background. I'm happy to do that. Thank you for having me on, by the way, Jean, appreciate it. Um, so a little background, I am a, um, coach who came from the background of being in biotech. I worked in finance and strategy for biotech companies for a number of years, almost 25 years. Um, and if I go even further back, I was an artist as a child who then moved into the world of, of science and then eventually into business. Um, and eventually I came to this point where I said, you know, I think it's time for me to make a change uh, and do something that's a little more aligned with who I truly am. And that's when I had my moment that jumped me out into the world of becoming a leadership coach and working with people to align with their inspired purpose. Wow. Okay. So tell us about what you're doing now based on your purpose. Yeah. So what I do is I help to help accomplish leaders to um, become more aligned with their true purpose in the world. And oftentimes people come to me after having a long career of doing something that is you know, really amazing, but they feel stuck. They feel like they're unfulfilled. They're not really lit up any longer. And so oftentimes what I'm doing is I'm working with them to see that there's another way. There's another way to look at things. I, I talk about this in the analogy of the climbing the right mountain as opposed to the wrong mountain, which right. oftentimes we get stuck on. Yes. So that's, uh, this is a very interesting topic for me, right? I mean, well, I guess I think for everybody, right? What is your purpose? So how do you determine that? I mean, like, or how, like, how do you get that out of people, right? Like, let's say I'm coming to you, I'm a, a leader or an executive, and maybe I have been in the right path, maybe I haven't. So how do you really tease that out? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I'd like to do is I'd like to get people to stop, like, you know, beating yourself up, stop worrying about like what's uh, happening right now. Um, and just think about your past for a moment. I, I think about what I, the work I do is being like a time traveler uh, with the people who I work with. I take them into their past and I like get them to think about, you know, where are you coming from? What's the inventory of stories and values and strengths that you've really accumulated along this this journey. And a lot of that comes from the wounds and the failures that we've had. Right. So it can be challenging, but I also know that they're in that um, those challenges are uh, a lot of things that we've overcome and now become strengths. Once we go in the past, then we look into the future. We envision what do we want for that future? If we don't know what that future is, then it's hard to make any steps in any direction, really. And so 
to, to step into that future, what we first have to do is step away, expand our vision, and then narrow our focus, which is a thing I say often to people. You gotta look at new possibilities. So if you're just myopically looking at just this thing, then maybe there's other opportunities that you're just not seeing because you're too focused on one thing. Um, and then once you identify that, now um, let's look at your present. What can you do right now that will help you to move forward uh, acting in the present? Mm -hmm. So so yeah, <laughs> that's uh, what I do. And what are some, just what about a, a big transformation? You know, somebody you've worked with, um, give us an example. Maybe they were, you know, a VP of some company, a big company, and now they decided, hey, I just want to open up my own, you know, ice cream shop or something like that. Like, did you, have you experienced these kinds of big transformations where people finally find themselves? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I've, I've worked with a number of different um, industries and different people at different levels of, so, of sorts. But the reality is that there's been um, the story that comes to mind almost immediately is, you know, um, the financial executive who was struggling to be, you know, come out of the mold of being the technical expert, you know, not really the person who's seen as the CFO, but more that technical expert. And once he got out of that mold and, you know, came to me, was in transition and then realized that, wow, like I want to find a job that is going to be more aligned with what I'm looking for and not what I've been known, known for in the past. So we started to um, have these conversations, kind of seeing how he's showing up and the more we worked together, he ended up getting a job with a small biotech company, then realizing how he was showing up could be different and how he could see people differently. Emotional intelligence went through the roof, which was amazing, and then started to raise the roof in terms of how he was um, promoted into his new role where he was the CFO. It's really amazing to see the change in the time we were working together, how um, just changing his view about what he sees gave him the ability to, to show up differently and then create what he wanted. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a, a good point. And I, I just wanted to kind of ask the question. The next question is, um, it's kind of, I would imagine, hard to pinpoint, right? Like that you maybe don't have the right passion or you're maybe in the wrong spot, right? How, what is typically the experiences that people go through right before they engage with you, right? Like what is the problem that they're looking to solve? <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, so it's great. It's almost like, uh, like the, uh, another way of asking that question is like, you know, how do you know when you're on the wrong mountain? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, how do you know, uh, like, uh, you know, with small things, it's like, oh, my, my shoes are torn up. So I need to buy a new pair of shoes, right? Like yeah. you kind of replace the old pair of shoes because your shoes are worthless now. But now it's like this much bigger thought of like, how do I know if my, if like my, I'm on the wrong path or the wrong mountain, you know? <laughs> yeah. What I mostly see is people come to me when there is this moment where they're like, look, I don't really have a desire. And when I go to work, there's nothing that really excites me. I don't have any, you know, real reason that to want to get out of bed any longer. I've lost my passion for the things that I do. And there was a reason why I did it in the first place. Maybe there's, it's not always about leaving your job and, and doing something like on your own as an entrepreneur. Sometimes it's just about changing the way you look at the job that you have. Um, and the people who come to me oftentimes they just lost their passion for what they do because they don't see it anymore. And I um, often ask this one question and it changes everything. Um, what is it about next week that you're looking forward to? 
And if they can't point out one thing in their schedule for next week that they're looking forward to, then they've got some problems. It might be a sign that there's something wrong. And when you're climbing the wrong mountain, um, the right mountain, there's, um, there's growth, there's struggle. It's not easy, um, but you find value in that struggle. You find that you enjoy the process of becoming who you want to be. And that's what's beautiful is that you don't necessarily, uh, you're not really worried about being happy when you get to this place of getting that promotion or getting to that thing. Instead, it's like you find joy and fulfillment in the process of becoming who you are. Wow. That's, that is, I, I love that because it's uh, something to think about when you are going through that, right? It's not always just like, oh, I get to the top of the mountain. I'm so happy. It's like, but what is the process of actually climbing the mountain, right? It, and that's sometimes we forget that so often, um, but it's a very critical point, right? Because you spend more time climbing versus actually getting to the top. You know, you might get to the top, but you're mm-hmm. there for five minutes or 10 minutes and then you're done. And it might be even anticlimactic, right? But uh, the process yeah. is the more important piece of it because it's a much longer piece. Exactly. Especially in this day and age when there's so many people who are having multiple different careers. Like, uh, you know, we've come to this place where our, this generation, the generations of now versus the baby boomers, there was, um, as a baby boomer, there was so many, um, like you just came to your job and you just did your job. Yeah. And you had one career, your entire life, most likely. And, you know, as we stepped into the Gen Z and beyond, it was Gen X and beyond, I should say, there was an element of like, my gosh, like we have multiple careers potentially, and we don't want to be defined any longer. And I think that's a beautiful thing. It's mm-hmm. a challenging thing because then you're always thinking what's next, what's next, but we have to really see the value in all the things that we're becoming along that path. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following, where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. Online. It's true. Like you probably just, you know, I had a job for 35 years at one company and you, whether you liked it or not, that was the only option really that you had, uh, or maybe very few other options. We have so many more options. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a very different paradigm shift uh, that we have experienced uh, over the last, mm. I don't know, 30, 40 years, right. Than our uh, fathers or grandfathers experience. Yeah. Right. Um, So, um, of course, one point I wanted to discuss is, you know, we've been in a pandemic, although we're coming out of it, finally, it seems like. I don't know where you are, but in Denver, we have uh, pretty much uh, done with the pandemic for the most part. Um, How have things changed on your end? Um, Have you seen more more people coming to you and being like, hey, I hate my life and I want to change or less or uh, or maybe no change at all during the pandemic? Yeah, so it's been uh, um, you know a little bit of both. I, I should say there's been an element of um, there's a lot more people coming out of the woodworks around transitions, um, and uh, you know I'm still working with a fair amount of people who are inside organizations and they're just you know looking to develop their skills, developing a new a new perspective on their work. 
Um, but definitely it's starting to really pick up lately because there's this sense that right now, as we emerge, um, people are looking for a fresh start. Um, so, so yeah, it's been an interesting time and, um, you know, I've been grateful to be able to be the person who can help support people on that journey. Um, I mean, for me personally, it's been an interesting time because I've been really creative and kind of finding different ways to tap into my own way of creating connection during the time of being separated from people. And I um, started my own podcast, which was the virtual campfire, um, which has been really a great journey. I think podcasting is such a great, um, a great avenue, right? And then writing the book, which was the climbing, climbing the right mountain. Like that was a, a year in the making. I, I jokingly say it's a concise book. It is, it's a short book, but it's very concise, but it still doesn't diminish the amount of time it takes to make the book. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's been my journey over the past year. I can definitely relate. I wrote a book about four years ago mm. um, and definitely a big project. I have to say, I don't know if I would be able to do it now. I just, uh, how busy things have gotten with business. Well, I think four years ago, things were a little bit less busy and I was I actually at the yeah. time to put together a book. I did it in four months. I, I started in May and then published it in September. So um, is your book already out now? Yes, it is. It's available uh, on Amazon. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Yeah. So it's, um, it's called Climbing the Right Mountain. And it's really a book that really tells the tale about what brought me out of my own journey in corporate. But it's not just about my story. It's about giving people some tools to help them navigate their, their path to getting on um, the right path for them, um, using some guideposts um, so they can step into that. One of the guideposts I often talk about is this, uh, what evaluate your footprint, which is around, you know, what is the ripple effect you wanna have on other people? Like, how are you showing up to the world, your world you're in? And the more you get more mindful of that impact you're having, the better off you are. You know, what you put out is what you get back. It's always like that. That's always the case, right? It's, yeah. We sometimes we expect more, but it's like you you get it, you get out what you put in, right? You reap what you sense. sow. Um, we've actually had a number of uh, guests on this podcast that talk about the future of work, and of course, you are in that space. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, definitely from a leadership perspective. But what do you think is what is your thoughts on the future of work? Yeah, I mean, I think the future work's really going to be an interesting time because we're going to be finding people are going to be becoming more adaptable. Um, we're going to be able to deal with change more effectively. And we kind of, it's being forced upon us, but now we're also building the skills to be that adaptable. Um, connection, human connection is going to be so important. And it's going to be taking on a new form of you know, that virtual is not going away. It's going to become integrated in the experience, but we, we, all, we also have to come back together in person. So we're going to find that mix and blend. The hybrid is going to be so important to get it right, to ensure that we do find a way to get that human connection, to get back together, but also understand that, wow, we've tapped into some real magic with the virtual world. So... So I think for me, I see that adaptability and that mixing and finding the right blend of in-person and virtual is going to be where the future really lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually have a couple of thoughts on, on the future of work uh, based Please. on just what I have thought. Well, first of all, robotics, right? Like that's going to be yeah. uh, a big change, right? Um, a lot of businesses or a lot of 
jobs might become obsolete because we will have uh, robots doing the job. So that's something nobody ever wants to talk about. Or I guess it's not being talked about as much, right? Because it is a big Im impact on, on the economy, on people's lives, right? Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about it because I think that I'm might, like, I'm kind of come from the, of the mindset of like efficiency, right? As much as we can be efficient. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's going to create a lot of issues with the economy and, and people being out of work. But, you know, I think that the solution to that is more finding other ways to employ those people, right? Instead of, you know, yeah. we've, we've gone through this uh, history time and time again, right? Like automation mm -hmm. has been on the rise over the last 200 years. This is not a new thing. This has definitely been... You know something that's been going on and that happens all the time every generation there's automation and people lose their jobs but then they are able to find new jobs right so i i have faith in that in the sense that we will uh that pe these people will find new jobs and then the other pieces i which i've spoken to a few of the guests here also has is about education right and skills right yeah. because um a college in my opinion college is an antiquated thing at, at this point because of how quickly things are moving and how quickly skills are changing and how quickly we need to learn new skills and for example in my area of, of industry you know digital marketing it's like that's not something that you can really learn in college at this point and even if you mm -hmm. do things change very quickly so even if you yeah. got a degree in, in digital marketing four years ago uh, I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg has already changed uh, Facebook about 17 times since then, if not more. <laughs> and there's been exactly. a lot of new features. And, and so that is the other piece that I think is going to be and has already started the process since COVID is the change in education and the change in, in acquiring skills and how quickly we can acquire skills now because of the Internet. So I don't know what are your thoughts on that. I love, I mean, I love that you share this because I mean, on both friends, I think you're absolutely right on the money. I just had a conversation about the education system, which is interesting that like, it's not going, it's not going to be like completely, you know, um, throw it all out all away, but we have to just change the way what, what we're teaching. It's not about the, um, the, the more technical skills that we're going to be working with. It's about the teaching how to learn and um, creating those, the capacity to to deal with the future. It's literally going to be so more, so much more important to learn the, the, the capacity to adapt. That's really what we're going to be learning more about. And, um, cause it's going to be about, as you said, things are changing so rapidly out there, you know, that we cannot be teaching integrated things from the moment we people enter, um, higher education. So, right. It's about really helping them to understand how do I ensure that the things I'm learning today, I have the ability to see beyond it, mm -hmm. to think outside that box, um, which I love. I think that's really where we're finally kind of grasping that. And then on the robotics, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's we've, we're being disrupted all the time and we have to see beyond the disruption and say, how can we be part of that change and think beyond what that change is? How can we part be, um, creating something that's that's new. I come back to this book, which has, was written a long time ago by um, the founders of LinkedIn, one of the guys. Um, it's called The Startup of You. Um, the Startup of You, and it, it really comes down to this idea that you're a we're all startup companies of our, of our own self. We are companies. And we have to always be thinking, well, what do I need to be learning next so that I stay relevant, so I stay ahead of the curve? likening the, the whole comparison of Detroit to Silicon Valley. Detroit thought they were the top of the world. They're never gonna be changed. And then Japan happened. Okay. Silicon Valley is always thinking, what's next? What's next? We can't rest. 
we have to continue forward. We kind of have to think that way, not, not in a maniacal focus, but to be thinking, how do I evolve? How do I pivot to the next thing for me? Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I think about that all the time for myself, for my business every day, right? Like, what, what do I do? What can I change? What can I prove? How can I make yeah. things better? Um, yeah, it's, that's, the, you know, the problem with all of these businesses that we saw that went out of business is complacency, right? Like, why is Toys R Us no longer around? Why mm-hmm. is Woolworths no longer around? Or, what, you know, all of these old brands that we all knew is growing up no longer no longer around and now why because they decided not to move forward with everyone else and they thought that oh no, we're good we're good where we are and then things happen and now they're happening even more rapidly and and those businesses that are not getting on board are going to be left behind and eventually go out of business we've seen this mm. time and time again yeah so. absolutely well, um, last question I always like to ask, we kind of touched upon it, but you know, maybe um, another thought. Um, the last question is, what is your prediction for the future? And it could be about work, the future of work. It could be about self-driving cars, going to Mars. Uh, it could be robotics, AI, whatever you think, you know, whatever's top of health, uh, the future of healthcare and, and uh, longevity. I've had people talk about that. Whatever's top of mind for you, or it could be specifically about what you're doing. Uh, always love to hear what are people's on, on top of mind of other people on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little selfish and I'm going to say that this is my prediction or it's more my desire for what I think the future will, will be like if I have anything to say about it. I, I really think that any you know, businesses of tomorrow are going to start to see that although we'll have all this innovation, that at the heart of it all, that people are going to be at the core of every business and that people before profit is going to be so important and that we're going to move beyond the metric of employee engagement, which I think is an, um, is an employer focused metric. Um, and instead be talking about employee enrichment as the, um, the marker of we bring people to our workplace to make them better people. And by doing so we create better profits products and we're driven by purpose. So I love that. It is, it is always goes back to people, right? It is, mm. that's what drives everything. That's what makes mm. the world go around is people. So awesome. Well, this is a great conversation. I love talking about the future of work and leadership, of course. Um, one of my favorite topics besides digital marketing and social media. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, this is all integrated with being an entrepreneur, right? I mean, the, there's a lot of changes going on and we have to make sure that we're staying on top of it. So really appreciate you being here. Uh, Tony Martinetti, just want to make sure I'm, I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Um, and the book is called climb your mountain, climbing the right mountain, Cl- yeah. climbing the right mountain. So check it out on Amazon. And uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you.